Hey everyone, welcome to the second episode of After Dark Podcast. We have moved our white brief shows over here for you guys who love the tidy whities and everything about them. So I know we've, we've had several people clamoring for the next edition, and well, here it is. Rejoice, people. Let's just throw a parade and be happy, and everyone wear your tidy whities to the parade. We have back as usual. Eric, welcome back. Thank you. Always love to be part of this. It's fun to have you on here. And we have someone new. Uh, I doubt his brief tale will come out before this. It's already been recorded and set to go. But we have Shane with us. Hey there. Glad to be here. So, Shane, tell everyone, since I know the other one won't be out for this one, just a little bit about you before we get started. Okay, yeah. So my name's Shane. I am married. I'm a gay male. I live in Pennsylvania, work in advertising, all that stuff. But yeah, I've been interested in underwear for like 25 years now. So I have some experience. He's um, got lots of experience, especially with white briefs. So when, when you hear the episode and things we talk about today, you'll know why he's on today. I feel like I've been like new to white briefs. So it's only been like like a year or so that I've started coming back around to them. Well, you're doing some interesting things. So I'm just saying, so yes. So one of the re- wait, reasons we had Shane on today is he mentioned in his brief tale that he has bought some vintage underwear. And we talked about it on a previous episode with Eric and Jock. And so tell us Shane, why do you buy vintage underwear? underwear well i feel like for me when i started kind of getting not overwhelmed with my collection but when i started losing a lot of space i kind of kind of reeled it in and started kind of mainly buying like hanes briefs Mm -hmm. as kind of my like go-to and i feel like a lot of it was also just things that i've liked when i was younger that i can't get right now and so it really interests me so i felt like the only way to kind of get certain pairs and certain cuts was going and looking on whether it's ebay or other online like resale vintage kind of places nice that's still very interesting because we were wondering many questions about vintage and how have they come to you being vintage? Are they still, you know, the elastic still holds up and all all that fun stuff? It's still pretty showroom new, as we call it. Well, yeah, yeah. The ones that I typically will buy are, they're always in the packaging. So they're new. People will list them as new from a smoke-free home. Or you kind of can look at some of the pictures. Like certain ones, you could see that maybe... They've yellowed over time. Maybe they're they're worn if they were in like the sun too long or in like a storefront or something. But if they're kept in like a normal like room condition, it should be nice. Like the the elastic still wears well. I do feel like it it wears a little bit more when you like wash them because I feel like elastic has gotten better over time. Oh yeah. Um, and just kind of it maybe breaks down a little bit quicker but i feel like some of the older pairs i might not wear as frequently because i want to like keep them around for as long as i can nice yeah i think we've gotten better elastic as the years have gone by for sure because i remember when i wore them as a teen young teen they always seemed to wear out especially the legs it drove me crazy um that's one of the i did not like them when i was growing up but yeah so, Eric, would you buy vintage underwear, or is that something you like? Meh. What's your? That's favorite? something that I would definitely explore. Um, I think I'd have to find the right style. So, for me, I you know I'm a smaller framed guy. Um, I'm only five six, so <laughs> I prefer the low rise briefs for the most part, just because that kind of fits my torso a little bit better. And I know that that's not exactly a historic i guess i'll say it that way that's not exactly a a feature that was older in that sense so i definitely think that's you know if i can find ones that i like of that style because (laughs) as we've gotten older (laughs) suddenly time feels longer um so it's it's one of those where it it might still be considered vintage in that sense to go back you know 15 years when the low rise style was starting to come in i could find something that i would like and 
yeah, kind of like Shane was saying that, you know, if you find something you like, go for it. And, and I'd be open to, to exploring those brands that I do like and I do enjoy from an older style that they don't make anymore. Yeah, the ones I want the most are the ones that were in Back to the Future with Calvin Klein and the colors. The purple ones? Well, they had purple. They had every color back then because I remember that vividly going to Rich's, which turned into Macy's here. And they had like the rainbow of underwear. And you bought a single one. I think it was like $7.50. Tells you how long ago it was, you know, because today it would be like, you know, $20. Mm -hmm. And they had the whole amazing uh, colors out there. And it's like, oh. They've been doing pride packs the last couple of years. Yeah. And they've been having like sets of five or six colors. And I think two years ago, I think they were very bright and vibrant. And I think maybe this year, the ones that I saw at least were like slightly muted, but still very colorful. But I just, when I grew up, I just wanted those because somebody had a pair that I saw in high school, and it was like, oh, what are those? Wait, what? <laughs> and it was funny because it was in like a classroom setting, and he's like, oh, yeah, I got these, and he pulled them up and showed everyone. So it was just like, what? Um, no, you don't do that. And it's like... <laughs> Stray boys are weird. <laughs> it was, I think it was the green, I don't want to say it was the green one. I know it wasn't the purple, but I think it was the green one. But they had a plethora of colors, and they had matching T-shirts, and oh. Those were the days. I'm just telling you. Those are the only ones I'd love. But I know if you get those, especially the purple pair with Back to the Future, it's going to be probably hundreds at this point to buy a pair. And I'm just not spending $100 on a pair of underwear. I don't care what it is. Nope. One thing about buying online, and I guess to take it back to like white brief, I feel like there's like a almost like a community around the different styles of waistbands mm-hmm. that get changed every couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of people try to get like a collection, whether it's like whether it's Fruit of the Loom or Hanes, where it's like, oh, back in the early two thousands, the Fruit of the Loom might have had like the gold and blue stripe and yes. that is what people responded to and they have that connection that they want to kind of revisit or certain ones that just had the the basic like all cap letters or whether for Haynes like certain ones were like gray with white lettering or gray with dark gray lettering or just different variations of the typography that they don't make anymore and I mm-hmm. think because a brief or a white brief tends to be pretty the same throughout it's certain details that are different like the waistband or piping or like slightly different fabric materials but they are somewhat pretty uniform across the board so i think people like to find different varieties and almost like collect all of them or at least that's what i've noticed on some of the like reddits or forums online yeah i definitely agree with that especially for like the more classic classic brands that was kind of what that different things apart, right? I think that was kind of the appeal was you might see somebody's waistband right up a little bit and you would be able to, to point to it and be like, oh, I know what they're wearing because you can see this stripe. Like, you know, like Stafford's have the black and gold or, you know, things like that. So that's, there definitely is a connection to the waistband because, you know, it was that kind of signature, oh, I know what you're wearing. I know what brand it is. Kind of a, you know, without having to see the name, you, you would know. Yeah. And then we kind of definitely get to a slightly more modern where it was be kind of this branding of, well, the actual name is on it, like with the Calvin Kleins and things like that. So you saw the more economy brands also kind of mimicking that. And then, like you said, going with the, well, now it's all caps. Now it's in subtle, you know, faded print. Now it's in this. Yeah. Yeah. And there are certain ones that they only had for like so many months that might now be rare that people haven't seen in stores or they only had it at Target or only had it at Walmart or something that makes it harder to get that you kind of need to go online in order to purchase. Yeah, I know. I've run across that, especially in the Reddit of white briefs. Certain, like when I grew up, Fruit of Lilium had the gold and blue stripe and then Haynes had these it was like a black and a red stripe. So you could tell the difference, but some guys really go crazy over and they can tell you exactly what pair it is by the waistband, which 
I'm like, okay, you have some amazing memory for that because yeah, I don't know all of those. I can't even tell you what waistbands are now, what brand, what pairs they are now. So we have some really big underwear lovers out there who can do it and identify everything under the sun. But yeah, but that's a great point. The waistbands. I think that's part of the charm of white briefs is the waistband. So, and there's definitely been a lot of, I guess, development in this kind of seamless technology. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a difference between the vintage and the more modern ones is that, you know, the vintage ones, you had the piping, you had the fly, or at least the fly details, um, kind of the paneling that they did. Um, whereas now some of these are seamless, that it is a contoured pouch, but they don't really have that internal structure. They've kind of gotten rid of the fly. You only only see a, a seam where they have like the double paneling for the actual pouch or the actual crotch area for quote unquote modesty reasons. <laughs> so that's kind of a difference that people really kind of connect with that piping and those styles of the piping too. Cause now I've seen more recently a lot of vertical pouch or I guess horizontal pouches or kangaroo pouches, if you will. Yes. Which is again, a kind of a newer style that, that different brands are getting into because it seems to be a fad. Doesn't nice laundry. Didn't their white briefs have yep. that pouch? Nice. <clears throat> nice laundry has that pouch. And I think I've seen some European brands doing it too. Because Nice Laundry is like going all out full nostalgia in their advertising and pictures. The 80s with the, the white athletic socks with the stripes, the guy shaving in front of the mirror in his white briefs. So they are just kind of, I think they know their audience and are going hard for that audience. So. Yeah, I get their tagged or. Instagram ads all the time, pretty much on a daily basis at this point. But those make me stop. I just, when I scroll, it's like, oh, what is this? They are doing effective advertising, I will say, because those pictures are incredible lately. And they only, don't they only have the one thing of briefs mostly? They have boxer briefs, they have the briefs and socks. So I think they only have the, that one set of briefs. Yeah, I think, yeah, the style wise, it's only one set at this point. Which I love those briefs. I will say that as someone who doesn't wear white briefs often, those are kind of hot to me. Those look sexy and fun. I love the waistband. I love the cut of them, the way they look. So I think they've kind of updated the classic white brief. Yeah, they definitely have. And they definitely, so I bought a pair. Um, oh, and they definitely have, I don't want to call it, they have an extra panel in the back. So it kind of gives you a little bit of a higher rise in the back area, especially for those that that might have a little plumper of a butt. (laughs) So it kind of does kind of give you a little bit more of that balance to have a low rise in the front and a higher rise in the back. Um, So definitely are kind of giving a new take to what a classic look can be and how it can fit. Yeah. I, everyone I know has tried them said they're great. Yeah. So I'm, I'm need to get a pair, but I have not yet. After my Tom Brady, I was kind of like, I'll wait a minute. I'll wait a minute. Which he's gone, everyone. Sorry. Sorry to say. The Brady brief is retired and you're not getting any more. I've had some oh, people ask. How unfortunate. <laughs> they were okay. They weren't the greatest. I don't know why everyone was raving over them. But, you know, I was like, they're fine. They're for seven fifty a pair. They were fine. I was like, if I'd have paid the 15 I probably would have been upset. But. And if I would have waited two more weeks, I got them for four fifty a piece. But whatever. <laughs> Are there any other celebrity underwear lines? I feel like they, you don't see that as much. They've all come and gone. I don't. Is Cristiano Ronaldo's brand still around? CR seven. I have not seen it, but it was bigger in Europe than here, so it could still. Be um, around. I have a pair of socks from, or like a set of, of socks from them from that brand, but I don't know if they're still doing underwear. I. That's when I have to look up. Like David Beckham came out with the line of underwear, which I don't think is still around. Mario, Lope, I think he did a partnership with H and M. Well, he but did, I don't remember. If he, he did H and M, and then he did launched his own. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and Kim they, Kardashian has her Skims line Skims. that released men's underwear, and I think they have a white brief. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. They do, and I've seen it all over Instagram and TikTok. So I'm like, boys are going crazy. And then Mario Lopez for a minute had underwear. Uh, that was about 10 years ago. I'm trying to think who else. I know I'm missing somebody. 
But yeah, we really don't get underwear like that. Because you have like Jennifer Lopez working with Intermissimi. I can never say them. Out of Italy. Aren't they Italian? So she's doing their women's stuff, but they have really good men's stuff. And I'm like, well, you need to get someone pushing this men's stuff. Come on now. <laughs> There's so many brands that like have both and they rarely do anything with their men's line. It's like, come on now. You have really good briefs. You have really good swimwear. I got the Disney, the Mickey Mouse Speedo a couple of years ago, and it's wonderful. With little Mickeys all over it. And you never see that here over in the States. So I had to get it from Italy. And a pair of black briefs, which were great. One of my favorites. I'm almost surprised that Disney would allow a swim brief or something so small in like a men's Speedo. Like I feel like certain collaborations that I've seen with other brands, it's only certain like cuts that they'll allow. Like I feel like with like me undies, certain brand promotions i feel like they almost like lean away from like the thongs and they don't have that in the cut but they'll have them in like the brief or boxer brief oh probably you know how puritanical we are over here can't have a thong can't have anything it's just got to be basic and sometimes they used to only do boxer briefs it was like oh no briefs boxer briefs only Mm -hmm. oh yeah i remember a lot of that it's like give me a give me a break give me a break but yeah over there they were like, here, go have fun. And I guess they did because I got it on clearance for super cheap. I think I got the briefs, the swim brief and shipping was all under 40. It was something really cheap. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. They have decent shipping if you're going to order or they did. I haven't checked them out in a while, but yeah. And they have like classic looking briefs in different colors. And of course they have the white as always, because everyone loves white. And there's a, New brand I saw pop in my Instagram today that does very similar to white briefs made out of bamboo. So that was interesting to see. And his market is definitely directed at the street boys because he has boxer briefs that he promotes a lot. And then he has briefs. So, so it's interesting to see what's happening in the world of underwear. Well, I will say I have seen briefs kind of become a get, you know, kind of come back into his style for, the not gay <laughs> population yes. for the for the more the general public, if you will, I say stores like you know American Eagle, they've been starting to to have a lot more of those brief style, which again is kind of surprising. Um, they they normally have at least one that is just a basic white brief. You know, they'll a lot more of the colors and styles and stuff like that too. But they will generally have at least one that is kind of a classic, and it's it's surprising to see. And you know, same thing. Like I'll see straight Instagram accounts um, that are maybe a little bit of gay baiting, but they're oh, mostly yeah. a straight account. And it's just like, here's, here's what I'm wearing. Here's what I'm getting dressed. And it's, you know, there's wearing a, a basic white brief, but it's from uh, American Eagle or is Hollister still a thing? I actually don't even know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think honestly, they still exist. Yeah. I think they're still around, but, but I feel like I don't see like the white briefs. I feel like when I was growing up, they may occasionally have them, but like everything was always in like, maybe it was like a three pack where one was white, one was gray, one was black. Mm-hmm. Like it was very neutral mm-hmm. and like not always like in a brief. I feel like the brief may have come up like every few years, but it was typically always a boxer brief in like most of those stores, even mm-hmm. like the, the Gap, Old Navy type of Banana Republic, all of that. Yeah, to yeah. say the briefs are very new in that sense. I, I I was wanting the briefs, and that was all that they had were the boxer brief or the trunks. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll take these. They're the best I got. But oh no, no, no. Although they have made American Eagle has made some really interesting briefs lately. I have seen a couple of people post in them, and I'm like, what? That actually looks pretty good. I've seen a lot of patterned ones online, so I haven't really seen a lot of the the white briefs. I've either seen like an all color in like a pastel or like very elaborate pattern, which seemed interesting. It's interesting. I'm going to pull up their, their uh, site right now and see. I don't know where they, oh, I hate this cookie thing. Oh, go away. Now we got cookies and sign up for our email. Uh, well, I can't complain to do this thing. Uh, underwear. Oh, they actually have a section for underwear. I'm impressed. Well, they had interesting briefs. I don't know where they went to. The ones I saw on <laughs> So I'm Wrong, people. And these are online only. Boo. This is a really cool white pair with the white waistband. 
Uh, it must have been a little older. Okay, they were they're making only certain briefs and you have to order them online. It's not in stores. Oh, wow. Of course, plaid stretch boxers. Oh, <laughs> you know they are like the king of boxers. I do not understand. But yeah. I feel like their target audience runs pretty young. Yeah, but it's like you know, boxers are just not comfortable. Because even like the video I was telling you about the guy. He mixed his boxer briefs to be a mix between boxers and compression, so it's tighter. He's like, no one wears boxers because you get a wedgie. And I'm like, thank you. Someone else agrees with this. Yes, you get a wedgie when you wear these because they ride up. They mm-hmm. suck. A boxer compression short? Like, I feel like I don't even know. Well, it's more of like a, a trunk, but it's not it's not as tight as compression, but it's not as loose as a boxer. So it doesn't okay. ride up. So it's basically our normal boxer brief, but you know, for the the uninformed straight audience out there, they're like, "Oh, I get it," because <laughs> um, you know, certain people when you talk underwear, they just look at you like you're crazy. Because I've had that happen to me before, because they don't understand it, and you try to explain it to them, and they're like, "But I wear boxers," and I'm like, Ugh. "You lose style points, in my opinion." But well, especially because boxers, I mean, I feel like in general, style has gone to to wearing tighter, more fitted pants. Yes. So that's where really where like boxers fail is that it's when your boxers are looser than your pants are. You just kind of end up with this weird bunching that happens too. It's like, but now the style's kind of gone back to baggier pants, at least with Gen Z. So who knows what the next iteration of underwear style will be for, for them. I think we're going smaller. I really do. I think the boxers have run their course. And I think we're inching back to the brief. And God forbid I say bikini brief eventually. <laughs> oh, but, you know, we're getting debris. We're getting more of that. And then if you look at, like, their traditional underwear makers, which I'm thinking Fruit of the Loom, Hanes. Hanes is really, you know, the more fashion forward one than Fruit of the Loom. They have, you know, I don't know which one it is. The black waistband without the, pa- without the uh, fly. I've seen several people post those recently. So their, I think, newest line is their Originals line, which I think gears towards like a younger demographic. And that's the one that has like the brighter, uh, more vibrant patterns. I think I mentioned that on my brief talk. Yeah. Um, And they have, that was one of the first like white briefs that they brought back that were in almost like a, I don't want to say it was a bikini cut, but it's almost like between a bikini and like a, low rise brief i think they just said that it was a modern cut brief so it is slightly higher cut on the leg and that's the one yeah where they have the black waistband with the white but they also have like a three pack and then like four other colors that you can buy yeah i pulled up their site because you have right now with hanes you have the super soft brief which is the waistband matches the underwear comfort their website doesn't always have everything that no it's not showing. online or in stores and i've noticed that because there were certain ones i had to buy elsewhere and then maybe in a couple of months they put it on their website which i was always confused because i felt like their website would be like well it have could, everything could be an exclusive deal they have with whoever the retailer is that they can sell it for a certain amount mm. a time and then they put it on their site because mm. i know some, especially if you go into department stores, they have, oh, this is why you don't see a lot of brands in department stores, because they want to be able to, oh, uh, we want everything, but yeah, we want to be able to return it if it doesn't sell. So that's why people, that's why you don't see a lot of brands in department stores anymore. Interesting. I never thought about that. It's not worth it. The deal's always in their face. It's kind of like when you go to Vegas, the house always wins. <laughs> always. I also feel like for some of those brands, you're also looking at stores creating their own in-house brands, mm-hmm. almost as like a way to like not push out some of those legacy brands. But like with Target, I think like they have their like Goodfellas line, which does like simple, unbranded like white briefs and other things like that that might be taking up more shelf space. Um, so they're probably trying to like make it more difficult for those like Hanes jockey. I guess now they also carry like pair of thieves underwear as well. 
Yeah, because I know Target, I have, I meant to stop by the Underwear section when I was in there the other day, but I, they rearranged my store and just threw me off from what I was looking for. They remodeled <laughs> and everything is like, except for the pharmacy and the women's section, which was massive anyway, everything else is like scattered. And I'm like, I don't have time to look today. So I meant to go see their underwear and see what they're selling. Because like you said, I think Pair of Thieves is doing more. I'm surprised we're not seeing other brands in there. Because I know we have a lot of people wanting the Evolve that they did away with a couple of years ago. I think they have a different like athletic brand that they use now that I think maybe took over some of like the Evolve shelf space. But yeah, the, I, I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, I think the Evolve was was specifically a to exist brand target sell. So that was still kind of like, it was still an external company, but it was specifically for sale in target. Yeah. It was a partnership between the two for sure. I don't know anything more about it though. It's very interesting when it happened. I was like, what? I will say that is kind of a, a unique thing that I feel with target that they have been fairly, you know, more forward, more progressive with their, underwear section like even like historically speaking because like they did have that to exist that was the only place that i saw in kind of a, a more generic lower tiered um department store to have something besides just your classic for the loom hanes and maybe gilded oh yeah and it was like oh there is to exist this is something that is sold in here too oh okay and now now they're doing it again with with pair of thieves so they're they've always kind of been more willing to branch out it seems for men's underwear yeah they've been other than the only other one that comes to mind is Joe Boxer at Kmart back in the day, but you know, oh yes, Kmart's, oh Joe Boxer. Kmart's long gone from I think every I think they're finally closing the last stores, but they're gone unless you go to Australia and then they're big in Australia, but not the same as here. Other than that, because you know, like who else? Walmart really only carries like basic stuff. They used to carry the Life by Jockey, and then whoever took it over, and now I. Only see briefs and boxer briefs when I go in there. Yes, I go to Walmart, people. And I look at the underwear. So we're having an interesting discussion online this week, or the other week. And we were talking about masculinity and white briefs. Because there's a big, you know, there's kind of a big divide right now in white briefs. That if you're, this is what I've noticed. This is my unscientific uh, research That if you're older, you like the boys in underwear. And I use the term boys in quotation marks as of of age. Thank you. If anyone out there is doing something. So, you know, like the boy in, you know, dominant, submissive, not boy as in underage. Thank you. They want him. And then the younger guys see the guys in briefs as daddies. So have you two seen this happening in the online world or... Any observation you're seeing around masculinity and white briefs? Yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of that kind of, again, kind of fantasy. I'll, I'll get that disclaimer yes, there. Yes, fantasy. Of the, of the boy, son, boy, or sorry, daddy, son role situation there. There is a lot more of that here. Let me let me show you what a real man wears. You know, that definitely does pop up that it is, you know, you see the daddy figure, you see the dad bod kind of, again, rise of the dad bod. Um, has taken over um, the masculinity area sense, specifically in in gay uh, circles, gay pornography or gay thirst traps and things like that. You see a lot more of that. Yes, you know this is a hairy chested guy, not necessarily super ripped, not super fit. You know, st- maybe a little bit heavier. That is your dad bod, and they tend to wear the the briefs. There is a lot of market for that, and then there is kind of that, like you said. I'm going to show you as a younger, twinkier guy, perhaps. I'm going to show you, oh, let's, let's put on some briefs on you. There definitely is a lot of that play that I see happening. I have seen people also refer to, like, white briefs as, like, dad briefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're making that connection as well, just kind of associating it with dads in general. Because I feel like a lot of times also that's, like, what you saw when you were growing up, whether it was, like, your own dad or, like around the house that I feel like people also make that association. And so like now that they're older, it's 
what they kind of consider their dad briefs. Yeah, I think it depends on your age. I think if you grew up or older and grew up, that's what you wore. So you, it takes you back to those days. And then if you're younger, you know, like your dad wore white briefs where you were wearing boxers, boxer briefs, and it makes you think, oh, real men wear this. So I think it's an interesting thing going on in the world of white briefs right now because, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's so masculine. And I'm like, huh? is masculine like- what you define it? I feel like there's also other like intersections that's just not like daddy boy kind of. I feel like there's also aspects of maybe it's like a slightly like nerdy aesthetic, mm-hmm. which might be part of like the boy aspect, but like it it is different. Or you see certain people that might be like I don't know the right word, but it could be like a blue collar, like redneck kind of, oh, I'm wearing this kind of cheaper underwear with like a pair of jeans and like some sort of aspect of that or even like a sporty aspect because I remember wearing like having to wear briefs mainly for like football and wrestling. So there's like different aspects of white briefs that aren't necessarily the boy daddy, but. True. There's so many different fetish areas in white briefs, which is amazing. Like you said, the nerd is a big one. The nerd is the big one. And then uh, the other one you mentioned, too, is like, you know, it's crazy how many subdivisions there are that guys get off on. So, you know, no matter what you like, white briefs fits into just about everything. Because you could do coach or you could do, you know... What else? There's also oh, kind of like you said the like the locker room situation where it is almost a little bit of hazing, <clears throat> hazing. So it is not exactly you know the age play part of it, but the kind of the jock, the the muscular, popular kid that kind of makes fun of you for wearing the briefs, for being mm-hmm. more the nerd, and then it's like ha ha ha, let's you know let's give you a wedgie, yep, and you know rip them off, rip them, you know rip a hole in them, and take advantage of that hole that is now there. <laughs> Someone knows pornography well but you really don't have to know it well you know that's coming yeah but, <laughs> but there's definitely but yeah. an intersection there and it does kind of revolve around that that idea of masculinity though that that is kind of the picturesque thing you know you do see this is what the cool well uh, it does go on both sides of it i guess because on that jock sense that's when it is oh this is kind of not masculine this is more kind of a little kid aspect. So, you know, ha ha ha, we're making fun of you because you're not wearing the big boy underwear yet. So it does kind of play on both sides. Very much. It's just when I delved into this, I was not expecting so many different subcategories of fetishes in the whole white brief area, but it makes total sense now that this happens and it plays into a lot of things that guys love and remember And sometimes they want to relive, you know, being the kid in the white briefs getting teased, or they want to turn the roles and be the jock teasing the white briefs. So Mm -hmm. you can mix it up so many ways, depending on what you enjoy. And that's where I think a lot of this kind of new interest, you know, I'll use that term loosely, but the, uh, the new interest in the modern briefs, white briefs that are, kind of moving away from like the fly. They're not using the fly as much, but they're still kind of having that white brief traditional styling there is that you can kind of still update it to be, okay, I liked this. I like seeing guys in white briefs in the catalogs for JC Penny and things like that. But now I can wear it and it is a little bit sexier. I, you know, kind of tie in that old feeling, but still now it's more, it's thinner. So now you can see that VPL a little bit better kind of tying that into a modern aspect. Yeah. And I think a lot of guys now are really playing into the brief lines. I have noticed more and more boys wearing white shorts with white briefs to show off the brief lines specifically online and at the gym and around places. They're just doing it just to show it off, which I will admit I'm quite enjoying but I've noticed that in the last probably six months more doing that because it's kind of hot. I feel like I've definitely seen that online, but I haven't seen like an uptick in it. Like I know there was definitely like websites dedicated to brief lines and it's a lot of soccer players and tennis players. And then I also see like a lot of people with like 
lighter khakis doing that. Um, I've but yeah. seen a lot of reg- regular guys, not athletes, start posting more of the shorts that are somewhat see-through so you can see the white briefs. I've noticed that in, in my feed, especially on Twitter. It's like, hmm, more and more showing off what they're wearing. And it's not a noticeable 100%, but, you know, if you're looking, you know what, like they say, if you know, you know. So Yeah, you know, it's a little bit of a, of a thirst trap in that sense that it is, you know, it's not quite a dog whistle, I guess, but it is kind of a, uh, you know, here's an extra treat if, if that's what you're interested in, doing it deliberately. It's a bit of an ex. Yeah, exhibitionist. Like you're you're putting it out there, but in a more subtle way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so over the top that you go, oh. But it's like if you're not paying attention, you're not even going to notice it. But if you are, you're like, oh, okay. So yeah, it's a little bit of an exhibition to show off what you're wearing, which I personally enjoy. So I encourage everyone to go out and do it. So just keep it up, boys. Just saying. Yeah, it has been an interesting kind of shift. Not recently, recently, but in the past couple of years since the pandemic, I would say that like the presence of like gym tights um, Mm -hmm. or, you know, like the the longer compression shorts and that's all you're wearing has definitely kind of ticked up because I think that's what people were more comfortable in when it was working out at, at, you know, when you have to work at, at your house. And then it's like, well, I'm comfortable in this. It's fine. It looks more like, you know, what athletes do on the field. And you're talking about like football pants and things like that. So it's kind of like, hey, this really isn't a big deal. And I've seen that like yes. by with both straight and gay men at the gym. So it's become a, a very different dynamic than what it used to be. Oh, yeah. I, think... I feel like... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I feel like I've also seen maybe a more of an uptick when it comes out to like going out and club wear, where I feel like mesh shirts and mesh pants have become more popular. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's going to... Maybe it's like a circuit party or something, but they wanted to be not more conservative, but they'd be wearing some sort of like mesh shorts. And maybe there's either a brief or a thong underneath of that. So you're not fully exposed, but people know exactly what you're wearing underneath. Oh, yeah. Especially EDM where I've seen a ton of, you know, mesh shorts, mesh crop tops, thong underneath or bikini underneath. Some have even worn white briefs underneath because they wanted to show up in the black light. You know, boys like to show off whenever they can. I'm just saying. And and they do, usually. If you just look at Instagram and Twitter. You will see tons of boys showing off. And new ones coming along every day, for sure. So have you guys ever done the brief lines before? Neither of you? Definitely. I say I... <laughs> I do tend to wear tight pants, tighter pants at work. And there are definitely times where, you know, I do know that, that they show off. And, and on occasion, I do definitely, especially for if I know I'm going somewhere after work, like for, you know, just going to the bar afterwards. So I'm probably going to be still wearing the same stuff. I'm not stopping home. I'll wear the, the briefs that might have that kind of thicker piping for that purpose. Ah, you go, boy. You go. I definitely have white. I have a couple of pairs of white gym shorts that I bought. Not fully for that, but for that purpose. So. Nice. I I don't think I have. I'm in the process of losing weight, so my pants are not tight. They used to be, but they're not anymore. So it's like, uh, I don't have any white gym shorts, though. I need to get some. You guys are making me want white gym shorts now just to do that. Hmm. Making me think. Making me think. So if you got- yeah, I don't think I, oh, I don't think I wear khakis at all anymore. So I feel like maybe when those were a little bit more popular, but my work has kind of gotten more relaxed and most people just wear jeans. So there's no brief lines for that purpose. And true. It's harder to show in jeans than khaki than dress pants. Because someone I'm getting on the podcast, he wears dress pants to work and he bent over and I think his coworker took a picture of him. You could definitely see the brief lines through his dress pants. And I'm like, oh, I'd notice that. Yes, I would. Thank you. And he does it on purpose, too. So, you know, kind of the same way you do, Eric. It's like, I'm just wearing it because, which is good, which is very good. So have you guys bought any new white briefs lately or anything along those lines? I bought, uh, like, I guess a vintage pair, but I bought like a four pack from eBay that when Haynes did their 
I think it was their luxury line. So they only came in white and black. And I've owned the black before, and I have those. But I just saw on eBay somebody posted the white version of Mm -hmm. that. And since I haven't had them and I'm getting more into white briefs, I bought them. And they had two packs, and I probably should have bought the second one as well. But I was, like, trying to be a little bit more conservative with finances and didn't want to spend the extra money on shipping. But I'm regretting it now since I feel like (laughs) I haven't seen those come up in a couple of years. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's always the regret when you go to buy something and then you're like, oh, it's not out anymore. Ugh. I hate that. What about you, Eric? Any recent white briefs? I'd say the, the most recent white briefs were the uh, that nice laundry pair. But besides that, I say I haven't gotten a new specifically white briefs. I do love that pair. I just something about that pair. I just love it is so clean and nice. Well, I guess nice laundry. Hello. Uh, <laughs> And the, the design looks really good. Yeah, exactly. And I, I did finally get um, from Toolshed Apparel, because um, he was back oh, yeah. for so long, um, I did finally get my my tidy whitey thong. So I'll, I'm excited to try that one out. That just came yesterday. So, Uh-oh. Nice. Yes. <laughs> yes, he makes some really interesting stuff out of white briefs. Yes. I need to. So I, I think I have the, I think I got the Hanes waistband. Okay. So. So we'll be looking forward to pictures this week of those. Yes. <laughs> That'll be coming up soon. Thong <laughs> Thursday. Or you can even do Tidy Whitey Tuesday with that. I say my plan was to do it for Tuesday. <laughs> there you go. That'll work perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like his stuff. I need to see if I can get him on a show. That's yeah, it'd be great good. if you could. Especially a white brief show since he does out of white briefs. So yay, I'll reach out. Okay, that'd be interesting to see too where exactly he's getting his materials. I mean, he's oh yeah, they're definitely using some more vintage styles in that sense. So, I mean, hey, that might be a pickup for Shane to be like, hey, <laughs> collaborate, work together. Custom ones, so I think that a lot of them people also can send them underwear because I've looked into it but haven't done it yet because I know there's certain patterns that I I like with certain waistbands, but like some things doesn't do a thong. I might try to do that, but. I'm not quite sure about the white thong yet. Well, the thong looks really cool. I just pulled up his collection, and he's got some really cool stuff. See, he's got thongs and jock straps, too. Yeah, he's got the original Tidy Whitey jock, the 2.0 Tidy Whitey jock with the pout, or with the fly in it. Jock's the third. Oh, my God. Mid-rise Tidy Whitey's. The sport. I like the sport a lot. And then you have the tidy thong and the full moon white. You know, you can build your own bundle, too. Interesting. Yeah, I've got to find a way to contact it. The only thing recently with the podcast is I find all these people who, you know, you can't contact them. Their DMs aren't open. There's no way to contact them. So oh, wow. It's, it's frustrating. And then you send them a like, reply to their posts or send them something and they don't reply. So I'm like, oh. There are so many people when you're on the podcast that I just can't get because they just don't respond. So hopefully we'll get that change this year. But yeah, he's he's got contact, so I will be contacting him. Hopefully he'll come on. He's in Pennsylvania. I don't know where, where Westmoreland City is, but he's in PA. Yeah, I'm in PA, and I, I don't think I've heard of that. I bet it's a suburb of one of the cities. But yeah, so we'll, we'll try to get him on to talk. Uh, oh my God. The top of his site currently filling orders, and he lists the order numbers. That's funny. I see. Yeah, like I had a. <laughs> it, it was a while from when I ordered to when I finally got it. I think I ordered it back in maybe late November. So it he definitely has had a lot of orders. I remember you talking about that on a previous show. You ordered, so you're waiting on it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Which I'm happy about. I mean, by all means, it's, it seems like a good product. It seems like it's worth it. And the best thing about it is that it's not that expensive. So it's not like, man, I, you know, I spent 80 bucks on this. Why don't I have it? Why don't I have it? I say, I think they're like 25, 30 bucks. I'm fine with waiting for a custom made, you know, well, 20 buck item. Yeah. He says on his site, he's like, I have a full-time job, two hands and a cute case of adult ADD. So patience is appreciated. And he goes approximately 30 day waiting period for item ship due to the orders currently placed. So, so yeah, that. That's good. He puts that on there. So 
you know, uh, my order's not lost. It's just coming. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll reach out. Which is nice, too, to kind of also appreciate that, you know, especially being in a, you know, in any sort of resale or not, not resale, excuse me, but actually like remaking products. It's nice to kind of get that reminder that it's, this is a side project. It's not always, you know, someone's main business. So, oh yeah. You know, giving some, some flexibility there, giving some patience there. We do not have enough of that in this world. So it's nice to be able to be like, all right, it's not just about me just because I placed this order here. They might just be doing something else. They might have, this might be their side hustle. Exactly. And second, you know, it's not Amazon. So don't expect, you know, orders filled the same day or the same sent out the same day with two day delivery. So you're just going to have to realize that small businesses can't afford to compete with Amazon. And you're just going to have to take some, you know, step back and realize that. Cause I think everyone here, cause when I had someone on from Australia on the show and they're like, what Australia, New Zealand, I don't remember. It was like, what do you mean two days to get to you? So yeah, we're spoiled in the States with Amazon and our two day, two day delivery for free if you have Prime. So just remember that shipping is not cheap and shipping sucks. So, well, let me tell you, I know all firsthand about that. So. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. You, you have to deal with that too. I do. And then, you know, that's, as I tell everyone, that's the one area when you run a store, you have the most problems and the least control over and you're just at the whim of whoever sends it, it could end up in one order ended up in Turkey and it was going to like Sweden. And I'm like, how do you get to Turkey from, they're not close to each other. (laughs) So yeah. 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 But that's a whole different show. That's a whole different show. So any final thoughts before we wrap it up on white briefs, anyone, anyone? I would just say overall, I say, you know, white briefs are definitely a, a classic as they're here to stay, but yeah. you know, exactly how they present themselves are going to change the split. So, you know, if you like the old ones, you have an outlet for that or maybe not outlet, but you have a, a, a source for that. And that's going to be like your, your eBay. That's going to be your um, resale shops and things like that. But even if you like the newer style or, or just wanted to get into them for the first time, you, there's always going to be a market for them. Currently, you can just find them. I am. Um, Okay. Oh, I I guess my like thought that I was thinking with white briefs is I am kind of interested to see how the idea of them evolves over time because I was watching that uh what was it the Jennifer Lawrence movie um where she is the the new one the romantic comedy uh and then there's oh, yes. like a scene where you what is it I I don't remember what it is but I know what you're talking about um. The, yeah, she's like kind of courting this yes. uh, young, like nineteen-year-old, and there's like a scene where he's like in his boxers. And I saw online people were talking about like, oh, if he's supposed to be this like nerdy kid, maybe they should have put him in like a tidy whitey because that would have like emphasized the point. But then people were also discussing in this forum that like maybe boxers are kind of becoming this like nerdier underwear because they're not seen as favorable. So I think maybe some people might be kind of looking at like boxers the same way that people were looking at tidy whities, like how maybe like my generation is looking at it. And like, I don't know if there's like a a shift in that, but I, I feel like it's kind of interesting. That would be interesting because yeah, because you know, boxers have been around since the 90s when they first came back. And it's like, oh, and now that it's kind of changing because more and more guys are wearing boxer briefs and trunks as opposed to boxers, I think. I've seen yeah. more. And I, say, so, I think that definitely it seems like boxers are viewed as very juvenile. That it is like, wow, you're just wearing boxers. Like, come on, at least grow up and wear something tight. Like, realize that. It's okay to show off, not show off, I guess, but to hug that part of your body. And it'll feel better. Because when I grew up, boxers were old man underwear. It's like grandpa underwear. You know, it was like, no one wears boxers. What's wrong with you? Why are you wearing boxers? And now, like 10 years after that, it was like, oh, everyone's wearing boxers. Yay, we love boxers. And I'm like, no, we don't. (laughs) 
Keep them. I want to burn them. Thank you. So, yeah. I think we're going to see a shift again because, you know, my day it was grampy underwear and now it's going to be the new white brief. And then what happens when white briefs come back in fashion? I think it'll happen. So we'll just have to wait and see, you know. Yeah, I feel like we're definitely getting there. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Definitely. Well, we'll leave you on that note. We'll discuss that more next time. Are white briefs coming back and what happens when they get fashionable again? Hmm. Inquiring minds want to know. So, Eric, tell everyone where they can find you. So, I am on uh, Instagram as the Jocker Room. I am on Twitter or X as Jocker Room Selfie with only one R. Um, and then I am also on Blue Sky, which is now public. Yes. Um, for uh, it's also the Jocker Room there. Yes. Although they need DMs, lit, uh, the DMs and video posts. That's the only thing they're missing. They need. Uh, because that's getting on my nerves. No DMs on Blue Sky. And what about you, Shane? Um, I'm not really online, but I do have the brief talk that should be coming out at yes. some point. So. If you want to get in touch with him, just send me an email and I'll forward it over to him and make sure he gets it. Uh, so we'll we'll definitely have you back on, Shane, because this was fun. This was good. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Thank you both. Uh, we will have plenty of podcasts coming. I am working on the second, third show on After Dark. So we should have that up very soon. Uh, the new show has its own feed and website. It's brieftalkpodcast.com. And also, I was going to set up a Patreon before this, but I didn't have time. So I'm still trying to figure out if I can do it under both or one it, it's a big mess i can't do two under one thing so it's driving me nuts so i'm trying to figure that out but in the meantime enjoy it have fun and we will have more shows for you soon oh i know the next show coming up will be a spandex show with uh i believe steven from the bricklayers again and glasgow lycra so stay tuned for that one and if you like white brief shows we'll have one for you hopefully in a few weeks uh, I can't guarantee when we'll have it on here. I don't have a schedule set up. It's just when we get content for sticking it out over here. So have a good week and we will talk to everyone soon. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.